1: Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Zarek.
2: Tesla was very much into vibrations, like vibrating the body, finding the resonating frequency of buildings to cause earthquakes, or just the resonating frequency of how all your organs tie together. So he made a vibrating plate on the floor, and he had Mark Twain stand on it. And the people in the audience... He said, I'm going to make Mark Twain have to do something. And he turned the machine on and, like, instantaneously, Mark Twain had to go to the bathroom.
0: Here's a resolution for 2021. Reduce stress and enhance your immune system. ESS 60 from C60 Evo. C60 is the carbon 60 molecule known to deliver more than 172 times the power of vitamin C. 172 times. ESS 60 is the purest form of C60, a known antiviral, antibacterial, and anti inflammatory remedy that works. ESS 60 neutralizes free radicals from cell metabolization and external toxins to help minimize inflammation and maximize detoxification. Further, people report better sleep, more energy, and renewed mental clarity when they take our ESS-60 organic oil. To order your Miracle Molecule ESS-60, click on the C60 Evo link in the episode notes for this podcast, or go to c60evo.com slash richard hyphen c60evo.com slash richard hyphen Buy now and save 10% by using the coupon code E-V-R-S at checkout. Again, use the coupon code E-V-R-S at checkout.
1: Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serres, Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites.
0: Journalist and documentary filmmaker Bob Connolly is here and we've been discussing Tesla Medicine, the contributions to the biomedical field of the great Serbian-American inventor Nikola Tesla and Bob's film, Tesla Medicine. All right, so Bob, you wanted to talk about, it's not just electromagnetic therapy or electro um, high voltage electricity and so forth. He also worked with light, ultraviolet light. Tell me about that.
2: Okay, yeah, the... He was a showman. He liked to, you know, entertain rich, you know, and famous people in his laboratory. So he was trying to show that his electricity was safe. So he stood in front of his great big, big flat spiral Tesla coil, and it was sort of hidden with a black blanket over top of it. And when he came close to it, he actually glowed blue. It's quite common that you'll hear, you'll read, and hear stories about how he turned into a human light bulb, but. That was actually ultraviolet light, and it was, it's called a cold corona discharge. And you know, a lot of people are probably familiar with, like maybe, curly in photography, picture your finger or your hand. Well, he did that to his whole body, and he found that when that happened, it created ozone in the ultraviolet light. So when the ultraviolet light touches oxygen. It turns into O3, which is ozone, which is it's, it's an antibiotic, an, an antiseptic. So he just flushed all the, you know, germs, you know, off of his body, and he decided to patent a machine called an ozone generator. He was the very first one, and this just, it, it tests the coil inside, and it creates ultraviolet light. And when the oxygen passes over top of the light, the oxygen becomes magical and it's quite common today now when you naturopaths that are sort of you know going out on the limb this is not something that's practiced in a traditional public health care system but it's, it's it's exploding in the private healthcare care system and uh, you take this ultraviolet light that touches oxygen and you inject it into your a bag of blood that's been drawn out of your body and they put it back in so now you've got sort of ultraviolet light bio-oxygen inside your blood, you killing a lot of the microorganisms, and when you use that in conjunction with magnetic field therapy, which makes the cell wall more permeable and highly oxygenates it and improves the microcirculation so it, uh, the blood flows through the whole body, um, it's a really, really good one-two punch, and but it's a private sort of healthcare system. that it started in Switzerland, but it's becoming popular here, and there's about 10 places in the Toronto area that actually use that type of therapy now.
0: You mentioned identifying the resonant frequency of a particular cell, whether it's a cancer cell or what other you know, pathogens and viruses and so forth. And to me, that sounds very familiar. It sounds like the work of Royal Raymond Reif, who was doing much the same thing and then supposedly was ostracized and kind of shut down by the Mayo Clinic and so forth or the Rockefeller Foundation. You hear all these conspiracies. Who was after Royal Raymond Rife? But it sounds like they were sort of on the same wavelength, no pun intended, Tesla and Royal Raymond Rife.
2: Well, I'm glad you brought up that subject because uh, it's, it's a it's a subject that's uh, very dear to me here in Canada because they've actually taken these Rife frequencies and they've put it inside of, my, of a device that comes from Germany that was invented in Hungary, and it's called Oncotherm. Oncotherm. And there's uh, about three of these machines in the area. And uh, so if we go back to Rife, he made a microscope uh, using quartz crystal lenses and ultraviolet light, and he could see a, a live virus. And then he would take a, a radio wave and put in a specific frequency, and he would watch the live virus uh, wiggling around inside, you know, the glass plate in the microscope, and he could devitalize it. Now in something that works in a test tube and then something that works in you know a person that's completely different and you know the stories go that he did cure breast cancer in California and uh the, the political situation he wasn't a very good businessman at that time he I think he made a big mistake by fighting the, the you know the medical associations other than you know teaming up with them, but I think it was a little bit too uh, too ahead of its time at that time. It really wasn't refined. And what's happened is that the you know the Germans have taken these frequencies and they've put them in machines. And these machines are now Health Canada licensed here in Canada. So I like another thing. I really commend the Canadian you know government here is that Health Canada you know allowed uh, this oncotherm, which is targeted to breast cancer, but they added a little thing that was interesting to it, and that's heat onco for oncology and therm for thermal so you lay in a bed and the water gets warm and uh, they put a, a radio wave into a tesla coil and the radio wave will heat up your skin and then they modulate that radio wave um at a specific frequency that is uh, that it will uh, target that specific frequency of the cancer and um uh, I've seen them work several times and I filmed it and, and Magda tried Magda Havis tried it too and you know it seems to work so hats off to you know the Canadian government for you know allowing that machine into the country
0: Did Reif and Tesla know each other?
2: Well I'm sure they did like uh, you know like, like you know Tesla invented radio waves and uh, you know the radio broadcast transmitter that's his invention and that's Basically, you know, Rife just bought a, you know, a radio transmitter, a uh, high, high powered one to actually, you know, d- perform his experiments. Um, I'm not sure that's really, you know, safe to be around like a radio transmitter that close, all, you know, all the time. So, um, that machine is, I, I would, you know, I would treat, uh, you know, the, those early Rife machines that use radio waves with a little bit of suspect. And one of the things that Rife ended up, he became a very depressed, you know, alcoholic. Um, Yes. Yeah, I could see that he was, you know, upset that he wasn't, you know, given his due diligence, but being around this technology and using it too much, there are side effects to it, so you have to use everything, you know, in moderation.
0: Can you imagine, though, Bob, if if Tesla and Rife had gotten together, had worked together?
2: Well, um, as I said, you know, the, the reason why we don't know a lot, a lot about these things is because when they were rolling out an electricity, just 60 hertz electricity a long time ago, you had this war of currents. And Edison and, uh, and Westinghouse, which is Tesla, that was his partner, um, they were fighting over, is it going to be DC or AC electricity? And Edison was being so cruel, uh, he was electrocuting elephants and dogs and even people and filming it and playing it in movie theaters, saying that right. Tesla's electricity Tesla's electricity. So Tesla, to fight that, he had to come out and say, no, no, here's all my electromagnetic healing machines. It doesn't kill you, it heals you. So it really was a war. And, the president of the united states was afraid to turn the electricity on in the white house because of all the, uh, the this war the, the fallout from it so they to move electricity through so we could have you know electric lights they just said electricity doesn't have any, any magnetic fields have no effect doesn't heal you doesn't harm you okay let's just bring electricity to the world so because of that we really didn't get uh, a lot of this healing magnetic field therapy stuff that, you know, the Russians did. But it's all come back, and, you know, maybe everything has to be, you know, at the right time for, you know, I'm not sure why things happen the way they do, but (laughs) I'm glad they're happening in my time anyhow. Hmm.
0: You know, it's funny that Tesla has been described as the man who invented the 20th century, and yet, you know, he's not in the textbooks, why do you suppose that is? We, 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 when we think of, uh, you know, the invention of radio, we think of Marconi. We think of, if you're Canadian, you think of Reginald Fessenden. The X-ray, for example. I mean, he really, you know, he didn't get credit for the X-ray. I think it's credited to some, Wilhelm Conrad Rongent or something like that. He,
2: Brogan racing. Yes.
0: Yeah. Why don't we, why doesn't Tesla get the due even
2: today? Well, you know, it was an interesting story. They asked um, Albert Einstein, what was it like to be the smartest man in the world? And Albert Einstein he replied, well, I don't know, you have to go ask Tesla. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, you know, at that time, you know, Tesla was, you know, equally as famous as Albert Einstein. Um, but then what happened was is that, uh, you know, modern day we've got Elon Musk and uh, they asked him, um, "Who do you admire more, uh, Nikola Tesla or or Thomas Edison?" And you know he's got the Tesla car company, so you would expect Elon Musk to say, "Oh, I love Tesla." But he said Tesla didn't get his just um, deserves, but he liked Edison. Like Elon Musk actually like, said he liked Thomas Edison better because he actually brought his inventions to market. And, right, right. Yeah. So I think where Tesla sort of failed is that he was so concerned just about inventing things. He never thought about the politics and the business that went along with it. So he, instead of fighting with uh, all of this money, ma- you know, the money man and the bank- backers and the bankers and things like that. I think if he was a little bit more maybe like Elon Musk and just decided to uh play both sides of the fence he would he would probably have had much more success but he decided to take these people on and it's pretty hard to uh, go up against the uh, you know establishment like it was back then.
0: Right. Yeah, a little too idealistic maybe. Um maybe you know thought he was above Getting his hands dirty with uh, filthy lucre, but let's face it: if you want to get uh, y- these ideas to market and you want them to become, uh, you know, widespread and popular, then then you've got to you've got to play that game. And, and Edison knew how to play that game. And the thing is, they the, they worked together initially. Uh, had they not parted ways, just imagine. You know what? Yeah. What other devices we might have today?
2: Yeah, yeah. That's uh, you know the uh, the word. The big word is disruptive technology, and that's sort of what we're going through right now. So these machines that were invented a hundred years ago were adopted by the Soviet Union like forever. Came over to Germany, you know, with the with the when the wall came down and found a great home over there and highly advanced them, the Swiss and Germans, like the technology that the Germans have is quite amazing. And they advanced it to such a a degree, and then it now comes over here to Canada. It's all totally legal. Oh, yeah, just don't send the bill to the government. Like, yes, you could use this. Doctors can buy these machines. They can use these machines. They can now sell them to their patients and to, you know, to, the, to have absolute miracles what they do, um, but you can't send the bill to the government. So the government doesn't want to bring these things into the hospitals. they don't want to add more things that will cost money to it, they sort of expect you have a living room, you have a dining room, you have a bathroom to get well, They the government wants you to start paying for your own health care and to take health into your own hands. So you become your own doctor and and use these machines and I I, I sort of like that idea I agree Getting that I message agree. out there there's a lot of it's a disruptive technology so we're going through exactly the same thing that Tesla went through a long time ago it's 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 radio stations such as yours that you know will go out on the limb and they will talk about these things and they'll present them to the public and they're there's No, there's no conspiracy theory anymore from the government that are holding them back. It's really, you know, I guess you know, vested interest of you know how our medical system is currently trying to manage itself.
0: I wanted to get back to uh, to Tesla, and I, I mentioned uh, the X-ray, which he kind of stumbled onto that, from what I understand. I I, I think he was he was taking photographs of his good friend Mark Twain. And I, I forget exactly, but he, he noticed something that because Twain was, I guess, close to uh, some light or something. And anyway, he, he this is how he discovered it was while taking a photograph of Twain. But didn't he also have some device that Twain? Twain had some kind of intestinal disorder oh, or something, and and he oh, he supposedly cured Twain of it. What was that?
2: Well, okay, so you know there's. It's, it's, him and Twain were best buddies, you know, they they hung out all the time. Um, And, uh, you know, Twain would like to bring, you know, his friends to see Nikola Tesla to put on a show because Tesla was a great showman. So Tesla was very much into vibrations, like vibrating the body, finding the resonating frequency of buildings to cause earthquakes or just the resonating frequency of how all your organs Tied together. So he made a vibrating plate on the floor and he had um, Mark Twain stand on it. And the people in the audience, you know, he said, well, I'm going to, you know, make um, Mark Twain, you know, have to do something. And he turned the machine on and, like, instantaneously that um, Mark Twain had to go to the bathroom. So he, like, <laughs> ran to the bathroom right away because to. <laughs> and so that. It leads me into a very good uh, segue here about Alzheimer's disease. And they've the University of Toronto had done some studies, and they teamed up with MIT. And I've actually filmed the Alzheimer's Society as part of this film. And they've discovered that 40 hertz, a flashing 40 hertz light and a, a chair or a bed that will vibrate at 40 hertz actually starts to reverse alzheimer's disease and this house wow. is coming out right now so something this that is Tesla at
0: the university is, of toronto you said
2: at the university yeah this and this and a study had just come out and um it's quite amazing he, so in your brain you have these plaque and uh you got to sort of shake out those cobwebs <laughs> so just by vibrating the body at this Specific frequency—it's actually called gamma. They actually gave it a name. So alpha, delta, beta, gamma. Remember, I told you about these different frequencies beyond the Earth's magnetic field. Right. Now well, gamma can,
0: rays. Gamma rays, well, Bob. They, well, if people familiar. Yeah. Remember, remember that comic, uh, the Incredible Hulk. He was <laughs> overexposed to gamma rays, right?
2: Yeah. Well, well, that would be like the cosmic gamma rays. That's at the total ah. end of the spectrum. Okay. These are the low frequency. You know, they just called it gamma. Yeah. Okay. A- anyways, um, yeah, they've they've had really good success with mice, and they've actually done human trials here in Toronto at the University of Toronto, and, and it seems to work. So it hasn't reached the people yet. This is the problem. So um, I'm not sure. In my movie, I'm hoping that'll come out. And uh, University of Toronto is all proud about it. They have a music therapy course where. They sort of uh, you know teach that, and you can buy, you know, sort of uh, just a part of a chair, just the top part of a chair that you could put on your chair, and it's got speakers in it, and then it will vibrate at 40 hertz. So they're starting to sell these things now, and and lights that you stare into, uh, made in Canada, that flicker on and off at uh, 40 hertz. So it's and and you know, Alzheimer's disease is so dreadful. It's just oh, the, the absolutely government. devastating. Yeah, the Canadian government. I I did some research with them. I actually had done um, some research with uh, uh, the um, Ontario uh, Community Care Access Centers, and uh, and uh, they said in about ten years that it's Alzheimer's disease, unless they find a cure from it, has the potential to bankrupt the government. So.
0: Oh, yes, absolutely. I I believe it. Listen, we got to take another time out, Bob. We'll come back and continue to delve into Tesla medicine, healing fields. Stay with us. Hi there. I want to tell you about a podcast I know you're going to love. It's called The Dead Files from Travel Channel. On The Dead Files, Amy Allen and Steve DeShavi investigate the paranormal activity haunting real people and homes across the United States. Amy and Steve come from totally different perspectives when they investigate. Amy's a medium. She sees and speaks to dead people and uses this skill to find out why someone might be haunting a place. Steve is a retired homicide detective. He tackles the case from the other end of the spectrum and uses public records and witness accounts to piece together the history of the haunted location. On every episode, Steve and Amy investigate a different, real haunting to help the family struggling with its effects. On one episode in Falconer, New York, a family keeps waking up with scratches and bruises. They also see a shadow figure lurking around their home. They call Amy and Steve to investigate. Amy uses her strength as a medium to understand who the presence is coming from. And why it's so angry. Separately, Steve finds out the history of the house from the townspeople and in public records. He finds that several people who lived in this house died, which matches Amy's findings. At the end of the episode, Steve and Amy share their findings and make a recommendation on whether it's safe to stay in the house or time to get out. There are so many crazy stories on the Dead Files, and what's interesting about Amy and Steve is that they investigate the hauntings from two totally different perspectives. You listen to my podcast because you love Tales of the Paranormal. But if you want more, listen to The Dead Files wherever you get your podcasts. Sounds like something out of Star Trek. In fact, it's a great new special from my friends at GetTheTea.com. The Shields Up special includes one bottle of pre and probiotic, one bottle of Coral Sea, and one package of Life Change Super Tea. You get a two month supply of the pre and probiotic, Pro and prebiotics contain organic Jerusalem artichoke. Probiotics boost your immune system, support overall gastrointestinal health, healthy blood pressure levels, healthy cholesterol levels, and benefits your overall wellness. It helps to control the balance of healthy and harmful bacteria and may aid in calcium metabolism. You get a two-month supply of Coral C. Coral C is coral calcium plus vitamin C. Coral minerals provide all natural health benefits. Calcium and minerals are needed for every vital function of your body, from pumping your heart to cell division to DNA replication, and can help with alkalizing your body. Vitamin C is required for the proper development and function of many parts of the body. And the Shields Up Special from Get The Tea gets you a one month supply of Super Strength Tea. Super Strength Tea benefits great digestion, and may aid in boosting your immune system and may help cleanse your body from unwanted intruders. Start feeling rejuvenated right now. Get your pre and probiotic, your Coral C, and your Life Change Super Tea. The Shields Up Special from GetTheTea.com. Order yours today and use the code UNLIMITED and your order ships absolutely free. It's The Shields Up Special from GetTheTea.com.
1: The truth goes through three stages. First, it is ridiculed. Then, it is violently opposed. Finally, it is accepted as self-evident. Let me just read that again. I know what that means? Conspiracy Unlimited
0: with Richard Serrett. And welcome back. Bob Conley stays with us. Tesla was working on this plan to transmit electricity through the air. He was funded, I believe, by J.P. Morgan, and he had this great big tower at Wardenclyffe in in Long Island, New York. And, well, that kind of got shut down, probably because J.P. Morgan figured, well, if we can transmit electricity through the air, how are people going to pay for it? Anyway, would that have caused some serious illness, ill effects?
2: Okay, so it it all depends on the frequency that he's broadcasting on. So Tesla ran into a little bit of a problem because he figured out the resonating frequency of the earth was 10 hertz. He discovered this, not Schumann. Um, And this is when he was trying to broadcast electricity, and he was going to use the ground as the return conductor. So you send the electricity out over the air, and then it it gets used as a light bulb and then it returns through the ground at 10 cycles per second. Unfortunately, that causes Edison's light bulbs to flicker on and off, which you can see. So what they did is they raised the frequency of our power distribution system to a point where you couldn't see the flicker anymore, and that's 60 hertz. So if you slow a light bulb down in frequency, you'll See it's flickering at 50. That's why when you go over to Europe, which is on 50, sometimes you see the TV sets and the lights flickering. So they moved it up to 60, so you just can't see uh, the lights flickering. Now, now you've you've added a, a frequency, an unnatural frequency, you know, to the Earth. Um, you're sort of stuck because you know you you don't want flickering lights. So now you've got the power lines that he was. You know, suggesting so. Now we've got the 60 hertz power lines that are you know running through the corridors. Now, right? Yeah. As, now they found out the World Health Organization declared 60 hertz um, power line frequencies to be a possible cause of cancer, a class 2B carcinogen, because of studies they had done on children that got childhood leukemia. So that was back. In 2002, when they figured that out, so it's a, it's possible. It's not for sure. It's not probable. It's a it's a possible thing because they noticed that the kids that were getting childhood leukemia when they went around and did an epidemiological study, they found that they usually either their houses backed onto the power lines or their their house was wired incorrectly with that knob and tube wiring, which makes huge magnetic fields. So um, so I would say um, if you, you know, if you live on one of these power lines that's very, very close to you and um, you're, you're sleeping in this high magnetic field, um, that potentially might cause some problems. So you hire somebody, they're called a billing biologist, to come to your home and check you know how much you know magnetic fields these things are are emitting. Now, if you're away from these things for probably about um, 200 meters, you you really got nothing to worry about. But if you're if your backyard and you you know walk out uh, you know the fence in your backyard and there's you know the power lines are right there, that's suspect. So you might want to get that charge. And and not everybody gets child leukemia or leukemia that lives on these power lines, it's a genetic problem, much like autism. And they've found the gene that uh, people will have that will cause them to be susceptible to these power line frequencies.
0: What I find curious, though, is that the transmission of electricity, maybe I'm mistaken, but my perception is it really hasn't changed in over a 100 years. And you look at every other sort of field of endeavor any of human activity uh... and you know Moore's law and all that how everything is advancing uh... by leaps and bounds but electricity we're still generating it and transmitting it basically the same way for the last hundred years why is that
2: when back in that war of currents was going on you had thomas edison wanted dc electricity but the problem with that you can't send it very far so Every block would have to have a little DC generator to be able to service that area. AC electricity, because the, the current is alternating, you can send it for a hundred miles because you're not—it's not going in a loop. You're just—it's just wiggling the light bulb back and forth 60 times per second to heat it up. There's not a lot of pressure needed to do that. Now, if you can run DC electricity in your home. That's the ideal way, you know, yes. to actually power your home. And I'm actually working as a consultant now for a, uh, a, a woman. She was an Olympic uh, swimmer. And she became allergic to chlorine, um, and her husband got a kid, and they moved to Florida, and they want to build this house. So there's, you know, it's perfect to live in, and and actually. If you put two solar panels on your on your roof, they're in the States. You might need a little bit more here. If you put, I would say, probably four solar panels on your roof and about four marine batteries in your basement, and you charge up these batteries by the way of your solar panels, and then in the evening, when you want to use your power, just like you have camper trailers and just have boats that you 12 volts. There's like cigarette adapters in your trailer and you know in in the boats. They're all d.c. low voltage. Use that in your house. Like start using d.c. electricity within your house uh, and run off of your batteries. And that's what Elon Musk wants to do with you know his Tesla Solar City. That's the right way to do it. Everybody should be generating their own power.
0: I agree. Uh, It's we need to decentralize and once we do that. And every, every house has its own power plant. Every factory, you could scale it up or down. Every factory has its own power plant. You don't need these long transmission, because it's really inefficient, isn't it? I mean, how much do you lose? How much power do you lose? Energy do you lose, uh, which just kind of leaks off of these transmission lines? It must be, what, 30%,
2: 40%? Yeah, there's huge amounts of, of, of electricity. That's The reason why the wires are placed so high in those power lines is because if they're if they're close to the ground, the the wires will just you know jump 20 feet. The electric field will jump 20 feet and run back to Niagara Falls where it came from. Because they don't <laughs> want to do yeah, they don't want to do this job and they don't want to be sent hundreds of miles. So yeah, it's oh. DC, no frequencies, totally safe. Light bulbs don't flicker. You can actually run all the internet, all the stuff in your home. The Wi-Fi modems you can run on 12 volts. Uh, your computer, portable computers, run on 12 volts. You know, so you can you can have a nice. You know, you can't run your fridge and everything else that way, but that, you can put all the alternating current over to your fridge and your freezer. But you can run the rest of your house on DC, and uh, and and it's really safe. It's like you're camping up north in that log cabin.
0: I wanted to ask you, I think we sort of touched on it, but get back getting back to uh, uh, healing sounds. And one of the, the frequencies we often hear about that supposedly has uh, some rather miraculous uh, attributes is 432 hertz. And I'm not sure if it was Tesla or, or who said it, you know, understanding the power of, of 4, 3, and 2 or something like that. What, what can you tell me about Tesla's work with, with sound?
2: Okay, well... You know, it, it, with Tesla's uh, 369, those three numbers, that those just a little thing.
0: but 369, yes.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yes. 432. So if you go back into the, you know, the birth of um, music where you've got the harp and you're playing the harp to David and, you know, King David. And David was cured of depression when he listened to the harp. So it was harp. That was probably the very first... Healing thing that we learned about, for like from the Bible. So music, you know, has healing. So they took the harp, and they laid it down onto the side, and they sort of made a machine in the key of C, a harp C playing chords. So it's the very first piano. So they, and they had to choose an A note, what frequency is that going to be, and they chose on 432. And the, then at that time, There was a lot of psychic and spiritual, you know, people that were, you know, singing choirs and toning, you know, sacred tones. And, you know, so they built this keyboard that we use as music. And then what happened is that Goebbels, which is Hitler's uh, super propaganda minister, said, well, I think we should change it to 440. And since he took over Austria, which is sort of the land of music for Mozart, Um, he really pushed that and France pushed back and then you know America won the war and so they decided to you know adopt to 440 and so they had to you know change the concert pitch of everything Um, and you know myself I'm a musician I'm writing music for the film definitely music has uh, an important healing effect and there's certain frequencies have a specific uh, effect on your body and i really personally feel myself that 432 is you know closer to the original um psychic uh psychoacoustics that uh, you know where they first invented the you know our, our music. Right,
0: skills. but to, to the to the uninitiated or to, to the uh, the novice or the, the naked ear, perhaps, would you be able to tell the difference between a four thirty two tuning and a four forty tuning? Can you tell? Uh,
2: no, I don't think anybody could unless they have perfect pitch, they, because it's it's like four forty and thirty two, like it's the the cents are are so um, mild. It's it's different, but uh, no, it's how would I describe this in another way the difference between analog and digital like mm-hmm. I can tell the difference most people can't anybody that works in a recording studio any musician when they walk in and they hear like live music or uh, a violin or something like that and they hear it on a compact disc and they hear it standing in front of them they usually can tell the difference between analog and digital and that's that's because of the shape of the waveform where it has all these you know, minute artifacts in it and then everybody usually says that analog music feels warmer so it it does affect the cells, so when music comes into your body when it's absorbed into your cells of your body the cells vibrate, it's energy just like photon and electron sound has an energy and it does have a healing effect and um, that the notes that are chosen, um, like you play something in an, at a major scale, you're happy. Something in a minor scale, you're sad. And those are the harmonics. So it, there is a psychological, you know, a point around this. And when the sound goes into your body, your ear's not hearing it, but the cells of your body are feeling it. And I think it's the resonance of the absorption of the field into your body, which is. Where this whole four thirty two healing effect is coming in?
0: So you believe that the Nazis deliberately tried to um, to get us away from the four thirty two because yeah. it, yeah, it yeah. was raising our vi- you know our vibration and so forth. They wanted yeah. to what dumb us down or?
2: Well, i um, you know like. Um I'm not sure exactly the reasoning behind this, and I just follow all the conspiracy theories and and things like that. However, um, there's a lot of these inventions, this magnetic field therapy that they they banned a long time ago, and ultraviolet light therapy that they banned a long time ago. It was never banned by really rich people. (laughs) It was just the commoners didn't have that. And I'm... I'm kind of suspecting that, you know, there's a, an audio spectrum in there, too, right? Mm.
0: Well, uh, as you've been highlighting over the last two hours, it seems like uh, Tesla is finally getting his due, and national governments, including right here in Canada, are starting to embrace this technology. It seems like we are on the cusp of a new era. Yeah. yeah
2: yes, the... Um, you know, I I was personally myself. I never thought that I would live to see the day where the government of Canada was actually selling you know cannabis and as a as a, a drug and as a medicine and actually making money from it. I never thought I would see that. So I think that's pretty special for a government to be that forward thinking, saying, "Well, look, if we there's no way we're going to get rid of it," and then it, obviously it works. There's, the United government has a patent on growing THC as a drug, so we know it works. And now they've taken exactly the same thought process towards magnetic fields. They say, well, we know it works. It worked a long time ago. It works on animals. It's big over in, in Switzerland. So it's time for the people to be able to use it. Just don't send the bill to the government. That's mm-hmm. where we are right now.
0: Well, Bob, congratulations. After 10 years of uh, hard work, your documentary film, Tesla Medicine Healing Fields, finally available. And thanks so much for hanging out.
2: Thank you. I must say that you're the first one that got this interview for my film, so I feel very privileged.
0: Okay, before I dim the lights in my little studio beneath the stairs, I'll be back in a moment to tell you a little bit about an upcoming episode. If you enjoy Conspiracy Unlimited, why not become a Conspiracy Unlimited Plus member? For just $1.99 per month, you'll gain access to two bonus, exclusive, commercial-free episodes per month. Plus, access to my back catalog of episodes. To subscribe, just go to ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com and click on Coming up next time, my Coast to Coast AM colleague, Connie Willis, discusses her encounters with Bigfoot.
2: And I'm looking at the window, and I see what looks like like this huge head. And the head has got hair tussled. It's got ears. And it just looks like this huge forehead. I mean, it's huge. Huge. And I'm
0: thinking, what was that? Until then, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now.